golf and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on 740 The Game. I love to play. Hey, bring me another bucket of balls. We love it. I turn on the lights. I love to play. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Your host, Holly G, and uh, my super special guest tonight, my twin brother of a different mother, <laughs> Shawnee Gorgon. Thank you, Holly G. Oh, my Shawnee gosh, good to see you. Shawnee G. How's that golf game for you, Holly G? It is coming along. Nice. And uh, thanks to you. Thank and you. some of your excellent instruction. Thanks to the Swing Click, which we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. Yes, very nice. Who you were the sleuth <laughs> at the PGA show and discovered this amazing swing training product. Yes. Um, and we've been giving away a few on nice. air, yes. Sean. Very fortunate and, people. Um, you know, I'm telling you, you know, I mean, you've been a... A teacher for how many years? A lot of years. A lot of years, yes. We, we won't give away, but, right. you know. Plenty of experience right here. You're an esteemed teacher in the Orlando area, also in the great state of Maine. Yes. Where you come right. from. Mm -hmm. And um, still a very competitive golfer. You participate and uh, are frequently in the money yes. in the um, PGA section here in North Florida. Yeah, yes. Give right. us a little update on what's going on in the section. Well, in the section, we have our events coming up. We just had some of our chapter championships uh, in the, the four chapters that we have, the ECC, the Western, and the Southern, and the Northern. And then also uh, we have the Stableford coming up at Tampa Palms uh, next week. Um, we have our section championship and our, uh, our professional national club championship qualifier coming up, which has just happened. The national one just uh, happened. Uh, this finished today where uh, Matt Dobbins won. Um, by a stroke over uh, Ben Polland, and it was pretty pretty exciting. I did not see it, but I just cut a little piece of it, and it's, it sounded really, really amazing. Awesome, it's, awesome. And um, Rod Perry, always a contender in yes, that. Yes, he finished 25th place. Wow, that's a bit of a surprise, huh? That's pretty, still, still pretty good, though. Um, but uh, the top 20 uh, qualify, uh, retired for 20th, qualify for the PGA Championship. So um, that's a great uh, one of the great uh, aspects that we have as far as for players to go ahead and qualify and play in that and to be able to qualify for the PGA Championship. Now, I know you have actually gone through the U.S. Open qualifying yeah, I process. Open. I did the U.S. Open a few weeks ago there, I guess, we'll say. More like a month and a half ago. And how did how that go? I mean, I know you've done it several times, um, yeah. you know, quite a bit of pressure. Yeah, I shot 72 over in Southern uh, Southern Plantation and missed by a couple strokes, um, and I was right there, and it was, uh, it, was a, it was a good day and had my old caddy with me. It was very fun. Awesome. Well, let's talk about the tournament this past weekend. Yes. Wow. Um, yeah. The Travelers. 
Wow. Wow, wow. Bubba. Bubba, <laughs> Bubba. Bubba bringing home the bacon. But I saw the first round, and that was quite extraordinary as far as the shots that he was hitting and the, the, the creation that he had and, uh, and even the little nervousness that he got. But he still uh, prevailed on the first day and then led it throughout the whole tournament and then won in the playoff over uh, Casey. Yeah, and, um, you know, it's, it, it's truly amazing, and you can speak to this as, as a teacher, but, you know, uh, I think many know Bubba is self-taught. Uh, doesn't have a coach, doesn't have anybody getting in his head week to week at these different tournaments um, coaching him. And you watch him, you know, just his hand action, you know, even even on his drives is is just amazing. Um, You know, I mean, he's, uh, you know, obviously there's some very unique swings out there on the on the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour. But, I mean, to you know, when we start breaking down things, and you and I were talking before we went on the air, the difference in somebody like a Jordan Spieth. Who, Super consistent, yeah. Mr. Consistency, who a lot of people have, you know, sort of nicked as, you know, not doing anything like, you know, too, you know, too out- extraordinary. Extraordinary, yeah. outrageous. Yeah. I say at the end of the day, who's going to have the best long-term career? Who's going to be in more Sunday final rounds, uh, final groups, and probably mm-hmm. post more majors? Personally, I think it's going to be Jordan Spieth. Watch Bubba on some of those tee shots this past weekend. Forty yard cuts, Sean G. Yes, I yeah. mean when you know if you're coming down and you know you're in a pressure situation to win a tournament on Sunday, you want to be depending on those kind of cut shot drives, or <laughs> you want to be a guy like Jordan Spieth hitting it down the center. Well, different courses for different things. You know, you can be very creative like uh, Bubba is, and just be. Able, but you have a shot. You have a go to shot, and which is his low bullet cut shot out there. That he still bombs out there about 320. And, uh, yep, yeah, I would rather be a little bit more consistent and straightforward. Um, and and that, that gets the job done a little bit more consistent on the major golf venues. I was a little bit surprised. Uh, well, Paul Casey having a great season, huge, you know, bounce back yes. year for him. Yes. Uh, just some clutch holes on 16 and 17, back to back birdies, Birdies. almost hold it on the par three um, at the TPC. And, uh, you know, Bubba losing ground there, bogeying 17, opened the door for the playoff. But also uh, a bit uncharacteristic of Paul, you know, sort of sort of blading it out of the bunker and careening it, you know. On the playoff hole, <laughs> yes. Across <laughs> the green. You know, that certainly kind of wrapped it up for Bubba. But um, I, I was a little bit surprised. I, I thought it uh, the playoff might be a little bit, uh, you know, Tighter, yeah. Uh, the uh, the bunker shot that he uh, hit a little long was just uh, were, the, were the bunkers a little, little hard. Wet. They're a little wet. yeah, and yes. a little little yeah. little like concrete. I think inconsistent, uh-huh. yes. tough yeah. for the guys to figure out. They're not as soft as some of the other ones down here in Florida and so forth. So up in the New England area, that's a little bit more uh, a little bit more firmer up there, a little bit more granule. And how about the senior U.S. Open? Wow. Yes. Uh, Tom Watson hanging, hanging in there, in there. They had right? to lead the first day, and uh, that was sixty-five quite... years old. Tom Watson, I know. Talk about a consistent swing over time. Yes, that is. I mean, on the longevity of things, one of the him and Sam Snead, one of the greatest golfers ever, which was uh, Tom Watson's idol, was Sam and Jeff Maggart winning, um, great win, uh, beating Colin Montgomery and Bernard Langer and, there and again. Langer. You yes. know the machine. <laughs> The real <laughs> ultimate driving German machine. <laughs> Talk about another guy who just, um, you know, fitness fanatic, great shape, 
swing looks, you know, probably as good as it was when he was playing on the PGA Tour. It's actually a little bit better, he said, a few years ago as far as than it wasn't even on the PGA Tour. And uh, just keeps, um, you know, racking up the wins. Interesting, I read some comments about him in terms of, you know, the anchoring. He's not too happy about all that. Feels uh, like, you know, why after all this time, you know, you're messing with, you know, with with the putting, with the pros, uh, pros putting. It's certainly going to be interesting to see what he does once he has to give that up. Yeah, same thing with Keegan Bradley and a lot of other players, too, out on the tour. Well, Monty, though, I mean, having another another guy who's having resurgence, you know, never really quite got it done in terms of the majors I mean, on the PGA Tour. But, uh, I, you know, again, we grew up watching these guys, right? And yes, it's so uh-huh. much fun now to see so many of them coming out on the Champions Tour and uh, what what great golf. And winning those elusive majors that they never had on the PGA Tour, and uh, they're getting it done right here, like Colin and Jeff Maggart and so many other golfers who really really want to go ahead and win that major, and they get it done in the Champions Tour, which is just amazingly great. And uh, the LPGA last week was in Arkansas at the Walmart Championship. Nayan Choi uh, the winner of that tournament and uh, the crowd the... favorite Stacy Lewis didn't quite get it done, but yeah. oh my gosh, she is a wonderful golfer, and uh, oh, I was pulling for her too. So it was the ninety nine percent of the gallery out there in Arkansas. Yeah, um, and uh, let's see, in the European Tour, it was the BMW International Pablo Lara. Ra- La, La ball. It's sort of like uh, Jose La Marie. Ball, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I got to work on my Spanish there a little bit. But um, we've got a lot of golf talk coming up. Uh, we're going to go to uh, the Greenbrier shortly and uh, check in with Mike Perky from Global Golf Post. Stay up with us. You're listening to the Golf Insider 740 The Game. We'll be right back. Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G, along with my special guest, Orlando's PGA teaching professional extraordinaire, Sean Gorgon. (laughs) Shawnee G, I know you've also been hanging out a little bit down at Dewey's, our very, very cool indoor golf sports bar yes i've been down there and with 10 how many simulators they have 10 simulators down there and uh, it seems a, like 100 tvs down there all sports on there all the time it's quite awesome and actually you can go down there and you can play how many different courses on these simulators there's like over 50 golf courses i know we played um uh a couple of the uh british open courses i think it was st andrews we played yes. pebble beach during yes. the pga show and uh, what what fun on oh, a, yes. this is, you know summer really cool. night to go down there and cool off, play a little golf, eat some great really, food. Yes, really nice people, great food, and when it's really hot out there. And you, you can, can even get inside. a lesson yes, from you. you. Can. Yes, right. Yes, very cool. So uh, hey, heads up to all our listeners. We've got something really special. We're uh, going to be launching next week. It's the Golf Insider's very own. VIP golf card. You're going to get a chance to play some of Central Florida's best conditioned fairways and greens as part of this VIP golf card. Uh, over a dozen courses. It's going to entitle you to one 18-hole round plus cart fee at 
any of a number of great golf courses around the area, including LPGA International and Champions Gate, just to name a couple. Uh, this will be going on sale next week, so we'll be letting you know. Keep your uh, eyes and ears open because uh, you'll be hearing uh, our promotion on 740. But uh, it's going to be a great deal, only 99 bucks, Sean G. Wow. How can you find out more about this, Holly G? Well, you can go to our website, thegolfinsiders.com, or... You can go to 740 the game because uh, that's where we'll be selling them next week. But just a little teaser to our insiders and our favorite loyal listeners so that you can get a jump on this card first. And we're going to waste no more time. We're going to one of our favorite golf insiders, one of our favorite publications, Global Golf Post, and the editor-in-chief, the big dog himself, Mike Perky on the line. Hey, Mike. Holly G, how are you? Hey, you know, I've also for- failed to say that uh, Global Golf Post's home was Orlando, Florida, started by uh, a longtime friend of both of ours, Jim Nugent, the, the publisher. It's the home away from home for Global Golf Post. That's right. I mean, we got it all happening here in Orlando. We're so lucky. Man, but you got, you got simulators, you got good food, you got a VIP card. I'm missing out on a bunch of stuff here. I know, buddy. You got to come down and hang out with us for the summer, you know? I'm headed toward the airport. I'll see if I can get there before closing time. You know, it's a, it's a little toasty, but, you know, hey, it's a, it's a great place to come get a lot of golfing during the summertime. But you live in a pretty good place as well up there in North Carolina, and I know you know a lot about the Greenbrier been there a lot of times one of our uh, you know most uh, historic resorts in the country so fill us in a little bit about the tournament this week well uh for one thing holly g uh, we got tiger woods in the field and yeah how that about that very often and uh you know the, we have no idea what's going to happen with tiger this week i bet he has no idea what's going to happen this week the one good thing for tiger is that i believe the green bar for the tournament is a par 70, so that'll give him a much better chance of breaking 80. Oh! <laughs> yeah, well, uh, he, he had his game face on. If you go to PGATour.com, uh, you could you could see his press conference from today. Um, he, you know, he was kind of saying, oh, he went through this period once before. Um, no, he in- didn't. Yeah, exactly. He's, That's what I was saying. Yeah, he, like, said he, did, he said he was in 1998-99, and yeah. then he came back strong. That's what he said. Uh, I don't know. Does that pass the uh, you know what meter, Mike Perky? Uh, I don't. I don't think that passes the smell test, Holly. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think so either. And uh, I, I saw. A li- I saw a lot of doubt in his eyes. Uh, the guys were. The guys went pretty soft with him on uh, a few of those follow up questions. But um, I'm. Oh, you I'm, know what, Holly? Tiger's finally found a way that he can be a sympathetic figure in golf. I, it's gotten to a place where it's it's really sad and. And, you know, you got to know that even he is wondering if he's ever going to get it back. Yeah, and I bet that's um, some scary conversation going on in his head. And, oh. you know, who who would have ever guessed, right, that we would have seen, I mean, this is, you know, it's, it's out of mythology almost, the whole, uh, you know, uh, way his career has gone. This is a guy that played maybe the best golf on the planet ever, for a period of, I don't know, eight or ten years, and to see what's happened to him when you compare with that, he set the he set the bar impossibly high. You know, he, he can't reach it again. Nobody can reach it again. But to see where he is now compared to then, it's just it's sad. You've covered him up close for a number of years, Mike. Uh, you know, 
do you think it's, of course, you know, there's compounding factors now for Tiger age, injuries, surgeries, um, you know, and, and multiple swing coaches, techniques, uh, you know, what do you think is, is impacting Tiger the most right now? Well, you know, say one from column A and two from column B, you know, uh, the injuries have hurt him terribly. He's had four surgeries on his left knee, and that's where he got all his power. I mean, he, he would snap that left knee and post up on it and, and hit it as hard as he wanted to, and he can't do that anymore. You know, just about, you know, from Hank Haney on, the, the swing coaches have been about, especially Sean Foley, the swing coaches have been about a workaround for the left knee, and they never could get it to where he would be consistent with the driver. He's still got a two-way miss with the driver. And, uh, you know, so that's taken its toll. Uh, but a lot of it now is mental. You know, Tiger Woods knows how to play golf. All he has to do is take his clubs and his caddy and go out and get around the golf course. But, you know, he's a classic case of paralysis by analysis. And, and you know, he's, he's mentally – he was the most mentally tough player – Maybe that's ever been ever played the game, and now his mental state is uh, is of chaos and confusion. Absolutely. When you think about you know how he used to just set terror into any of the guys' eyes that was playing with him on a Sunday in the final round of a, any tournament, let alone a major, and uh, certainly you know we also know the impact he had on the careers of. Uh, Phil Mickelson and Ernie Els, and um, you know it's it really is remarkable. Sean, any comments you have? Well, I think the emotional scars and the in the aspect of him being so great and then trying to get back into that that level again has really really just taken its toll outside even the physical injuries because he just um, has kind of lost that reputation as far as a golfer that was was so amazing and even a model. A figure out in the world there that that's probably the I think one of the big factors of his uh, decline outside of the injuries that he's uh, taken over his ten year career of just being incredible. We talk about this double cross and when you see it happen, I mean, what is it that causes the double cross? Um, what causes the double cross is I would say more of a fear than anything else right now. But on a physical side, he's aiming down the left, trying to play a fade, and he's going a little bit more. He doesn't have the Bubba Watson 40-yard fade, but he's trying to play like a 20-yard push. And then when he goes ahead and does that, he just kind of releases his hands early to time it so he doesn't push it too much. So it's more of a releasing of his hands, and he goes left. And uh, certainly if you don't have a real sense of where that ball's going right from the you know the get-go, that, that doesn't help. Mike, how about uh, this big win for Bubba uh, at Travelers? You know, Bubba has uh, has put together quite a career. He's got uh, eight PGA Tour wins, including two majors. And uh, you know, he said the other day his goal was to get to double digits. And yeah. and I think he needs to change his goals. I think Bubba needs to set the goal that you know when he gets to the Open Championship at St Andrews or to uh, Whistling Straits for the PGA Championship, he's going to win another major. I you know I think Bubba's going to wind up with you know fifteen plus tour wins and and maybe another major or two and you know you got to start thinking about um what kind of career that is uh for you know a guy that came from baghdad florida for goodness sake i mean <laughs> he's put to, he's put together 
quite a career, and it's not even close to being over. Well, and, you know, we were talking in our opening segment about, you know, just the, the, the variety of swings on the PGA Tour, and you couldn't get more uh, opposite than you watch somebody like Bubba and somebody like Jordan Spieth in terms of, you know, the guy who's just, you know, got this amazing imagination and, you know, you never quite know where he's going to hit it or how he's going to uh-huh. get out of, you know, the, the rough or, you know, wherever he puts the ball. And then you've got Jordan who's, you know, just is very consistent, does everything well, not necessarily a whole lot of fireworks, but, you know, it's, it's, that's, I think, what makes golf great. We see so many different ways of how guys get the wins. Well, you know, Holly, Bubba's, Bubba's got ADD so bad it's not even funny. And for Bubba to play well, he has to be able to visualize shots on each hole. And I think he had trouble with that at Chambers Bay. He couldn't see what he wanted to hit there. And then he went to, you know, TPC, Crom, uh, TPC um, at uh, Cromwell, Connecticut at the, at the Travelers. He can see shots there. Yeah. That's a big deal for Bubba. Yeah, he must have felt um, like he was playing a Muni after playing no Chambers kidding. Bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, big, big fields and uh, wide open spaces forever. You know, I, I, th- I think that was probably just a, a big relief to Bubba. Uh, as we're as we're looking towards the British, um, you know, there's still some guys who can get in uh, this week as well as next, I believe, at the John Deere. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, some interesting news that. Uh, Jordan Spieth is going to play at the John Deere versus going to the Scottish. Um, your thoughts on that? Well, Jordan Spieth is, is one of the best people in golf. He's a wonderful young man, and the reason he plays, he's going to play at the John Deere is because he's a former champion, and he feels that it's necessary you know, to go places where you've won for the sponsors, not for him. Not, this is not the best move for him. The best move for him would be either to take the week off or come over and play the Scottish Open and get acclimated to the time and the weather. But playing in the John Deere is, is not what's best for him, and he's doing it because he feels an obligation. And that's one of the reasons we love him so much is because he's, he does the right thing. Well, we've got, we've got some good players in the field at Greenbrier. Um, Bubba will be there, Bill Haas. We've got Patrick Reed, Keegan Bradley. You mentioned Tiger, Paul Casey, who, you know, uh, just came up a little bit short this week, but who's playing fantastically. Louis Oosthuizen, who tied for second at the U.S. Open. You know, Louis has been playing some great golf. Webb Simpson, who does uh, the the Greenbrier favor? I mean, is there a particular, you know, is it going to be a straight hitter, a you know, good know, putter? I, I, it's going to take somebody with a good short game because those green complexes are uh... – can be a little bit tricky, uh, but uh, Greenbrier is a very straightforward golf course. No tricks. It's right out there in front of you. And uh, I tell you, I'm betting on uh, the winner coming out of one particular pairing. Uh, Webb Simpson, Louis Tazen, and Paul Casey are paired together the first two days. I think the winner is going to come out of that group. Uh, I I couldn't disagree. I think uh, I think that's a pretty good bet. You got to. I think Keegan strong? Bradley is going to be a is going to be right up there. He needs to win one and, and get that momentum so he can be the player that that everybody perceives him to be. It's been more than two years since Keegan Bradley has won mm-hmm. on the tour. Yeah, Doesn't that sound remarkable. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is big big surprise. Uh, well, as always, Mike Perky, thank you so much, and tell our listeners 
how they can get Global Golf Post in their email box. Global Golf Post is a weekly digital magazine. We cover golf all over the world. It comes into your inbox um, Monday by about 7 a.m. Eastern Time, and you can sign up for free at www.globalgolfpost.com. Just when I'm working on my second cup of coffee, Mike P., thank you, (laughs) as always, for spending a little time with us. My pleasure, Holly G. All right. We love Global Golf Post. We love Mike Perky, and we love talking about golf. Stay with us, the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. We'll be back. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, that's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play in pebble, won't pay the price. I love my muni, I think it's nice. Just make We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G along with Sean Gorgon. And uh, as I mentioned, Sean, to all our listeners, a little heads up. You got a little inside information, which we always like to do here at the Golf Insiders. That's why we call ourselves the Golf Insiders. We have our very own VIP golf card that's going to go on sale next week. You're going to get a chance to play a dozen of the top Central Florida golf courses this includes one 18-hole round plus card fee at some of our best courses, LPGA International, Champions Gate, Windermere Country Club, DeBerry Country Club, the International Club, Ventura Country Black Club, Bear. Black Bear, the Preserve at Turnbull Bay. I mean, we got, it goes on and on. And let me tell you, these are some of the best conditioned courses in the whole area. And for just 99 bucks, 99 bucks you're going to get to play any of these courses. So next week, we're going to be giving you the big heads up of when you can go by, but I'm telling you all right now so that you save a little scratch over the 4th of July so you got enough money to go buy yourself this card and you can play all these courses for free. Very cool. And uh, we'll waste no time here. It's swag time. We're going to give away a couple of swing clicks. We've we've been talking about this great training product that you put on your forearm. Helps you with your tempo and your rhythm. Consistency. Consistency. Oh, yes. I call this thing the metronome for your golf swing. It is, I have, I, I can't say enough about it. We took it out to the Gary Gilchrist Academy. He said it's one of the best training aids he's ever seen so you want to get your hands on one of these. We're going to take Caller 3 and Caller 4 at 407-916-8255. 407-916-8255. Call in. Get yourself a swing click. We're all about helping you improve your game. And we'll waste no more time. We're going straight to the media center at the Greenbrier. And one of Orlando's own, Adam Shupak from Golf Week. Hey, Adam. Hi, how are you? Awesome. How's the weather up there? I bet it's a lot cooler than here. It's pretty special. I'd say it's mint. Oh, mint. Yeah. Oh, rub it in, dude. (laughs) Nice to get out of the heat for a few days. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Especially this weekend. It's going to be mighty toasty, I think, unless you're at the beach. So uh, tell us what's going on. Um, were you there when Tiger gave his press conference? Um, what, What are you hearing from some of the other players? What's the latest? Well, yeah, Tiger, uh, I watched Tiger play today, and to, to be honest, you know, he really looked pretty good. Um, he hit every fairway. He 
only missed one green all day by a couple of feet. And uh, so he, he had five birdies on the day. And, you know, it, it was one of those days where, hey, it's just a pro-am, so you don't want to get too excited about a pro-am. But, it, it, you know, he's talked about he's made a little progress and, and joked since last time and joked about how, well, you know, that doesn't really say too much uh, following his 80-76 performance at the U.S. Open. Uh, you know, I just wonder really like how much longer if, if he continues to struggle and shoot big scores and, and cold top three woods, how long he's going to do this. I tried to ask him about it. He kind of sidestepped and said, you know, I, I've been here before. This is I've gone through this and things turned out pretty good in 99 and 2000. So, um, it, you know, it's pretty, it's, 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 you know, he's still the story and you want to see what he's going to do tomorrow. And, um, you know, the, this is his second time playing this tournament. He missed the cut here in 2012, and, and we just, we, you know, you kind of got to wait and see what's going to show up. But from what I saw today, you know, maybe maybe this is a week where he can make the cut and, and get some reps in, and this is his one start before he goes to the Open Championship at a place where he's won twice. And, and who would have thought that we'd be sitting here now, you know, really uh, kind of with the sympathy vote for Tiger to, uh, you know, have some kind of comeback here that uh, I don't think any of us want to see his his career just uh, go into the tank. No. Uh, your thoughts, Sean? Uh, I'm pulling for him. I hope he uh, I hope he plays some good golf and gets the the mojo a little bit there because he's great for golf and uh, he still can do it. And if and he still might have to do the the crazy thing of just retiring for a year, something like Michael Jordan did, and just doing something totally different and getting out of golf entirely, and then coming back, maybe. Well, he went to the Bahamas with his kids for a little vacation. So, you know, and that's another piece of this, too, uh, Adam, that, you know, Tiger's got a couple young children now, and it really changes your perspective and your priorities. Yeah, I, you know, you wonder how much motivation he has to get back to the top. How much does he really want to chase Jack Nicholas's record? He keeps saying he does, but... Um, you know, it's it's good to see him come play an event like the Greenbrier. We haven't seen him play some of the, you know, his, his schedule. We kind of know it as, you know, the majors, the WGCs, the Players Championship, but he hasn't scattered in too many events like the Greenbrier. So he's here this week. I think he needs to play. Uh, you know, I want to see him play two weeks in a row at some point. But uh, for the meantime, you know, this is his one start. He said he's not even going over early to Scotland. So I'm just guessing from that that he's going to spend some more time with his kids next week and, and probably practice, uh, you know, at the Albany Club or in, in the Bahamas if he's going back there or, or at his own place in Palm Beach. We're talking to Adam Schubach from Golf Week. Uh, do you think that, um, you know, everybody has – commented tiger needs to play tiger needs to play tiger needs to play and yet you know he still has such a limited schedule adam i mean you know what what do you think is keeping him from adding more tournaments i know it hasn't been his thing in the past but it it seems like and so many people agree with this he just has to you know go out get the feel back and and turn off all that you know techno stuff going on in his brain yeah i know i I, when he just goes out there and tries to shape shots. I've seen him pull off some beautiful shots. Usually they're when he's in a lot of trouble and he's got to work it around a tree or something. But, you know, he just goes back to that painting that picture like his, his dad taught him and he seems fine. When he starts getting very mechanical, you know, that's when when he's he's been kind of a mess. And, and you know, it was, it was hard to watch him when he played at the Memorial and, and shot 85 and, and took so many penalty strokes and, 
and and I, I felt like uh, the U.S. Open might might give them an opportunity because it wasn't as tight a golf course. There were some opportunities to, you know, you could you didn't have to be so accurate off the tee. But no, you know, uh, Lee Trevino brought up a good point. He said, you know, where's the stinger? We haven't seen the stinger. And uh, you know, I I think if he's going to have any success at the Open Championship, he better he better be able to go to that shot. I mean, that was his go-to for so many years during his prime. But yeah, I mean, I would love to see him go show up at the John Deere next week. Why not? You know, see if he can whatever he he's a, if he's able to get some momentum this week and make a cut, and, and and if he can, you know, get in the hunt, it would be great to see him see if he can keep that going the following week and, and play three weeks in a row. I, I you know. He said he's healthy, but you don't really know for sure if, he, if his body can take playing three weeks of golf in a row. Maybe that's part of it too. Well, let's um, let's look at this week and weekend. Who uh, who do you have your eyes on to be hoisting the t- the trophy on Sunday? Well, you know, Bubba is uh, coming in hot with the victory last week at the Travelers, and this is de facto home game. He spends his summers here at the Greenbrier, so he plays a lot of golf around here. You know, he he's. He certainly will be someone people will be following. You know, the guy that I that hasn't gotten too much attention yet this year, but is really sort of having a breakthrough year is JB Holmes. You know, he won uh, earlier. JB, yeah, yeah. He competed. You know, had a 54 hole lead at uh, Doral, but couldn't hold on. You know, he's been. He really seems like his game is has taken off this season. Had a lot of, of really good rounds, and a guy that has a ton of talent can hit it far. Really nice touch around the greens. He's from Kentucky, so again for him, this is almost like a like a home game, and I, I think he could play some good golf. There's some guys that tend to play well here, um, Brendan DeYoung, uh, another, you know, guys that make birdies. Webb Simpson has a pretty good track record here, um, and you know, it's been a little while since he's gotten a victory. And then there's also it seems like an event where some guys that haven't won in the past, or or maybe uh, you know, looking for their first victory wouldn't mind would be. You know, it's kind of a nice story to see one of the young kids, Justin Thomas, or Patrick Rogers, who uh, now playing as a special temporary member, uh, are two young talents that uh, they're going to win pretty soon, and, and maybe it could be this week. Well, it's also exciting to see who might get that last-minute qualifying spot to jump into the to the Open Championship. Of course, uh, very exciting this year because of it being at the home of golf, St. Andrews, uh, one of or the favorite on the rota over there. So it's going to be an exciting next couple of weeks. And, Adam, we'll let you go back to work. We appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. Adam Shupak from Golf Week. Check it out online, golfweek.com. When you got to go deep, you can count on Golf Week. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. All right. All Thanks right, so much. you're listening to the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. Stay with us. we got more golf talk coming up. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really not so lean and mean. I got good eyesight, I'll be all right. I get my dentures. We're back. The Golf Insiders wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf talk in the house. Holly G, along with my special guest, Sean Gorgon. And um, Sean, it has been all about the USGA the past few weeks. We had the U.S. Men's Open. We had the U.S. Senior Men's Open Championship last week. This week, 
the 2015 U.S. Women's Open Championship to be held at Lancaster Country Club. Probably a course people aren't that familiar with, but as we know, a lot of great golf courses in Pennsylvania, uh, including uh, one that the Open will be returning to, Oakmont, outside yes. or mm-hmm. within the the area of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So um, Michelle Wee defending her title going to be uh, an exciting week for the LPGA, and we'll see how the uh, U.S. women perform. Yes, it'll be very interesting to see who wins this and see how Michelle uh, plays. Have you ever been or played in Lancaster? I have not. Holly. I know it's in the central part of uh, of the state, but I have not. But we're going to go to our man uh, from PGATour.com who uh, is out in the field this week versus in studio, Jeff Shane. Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? What's going on, guys? Uh, we're doing doing well. Just um, wanted to spend a few minutes talking about the U.S. Women's Open. The Let's see, are we on the second major or the third major for the women? I'm losing uh, track the here. Third the third. We had the women's PGA. That's right. That's just, right. Uh, three weeks ago. I, 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 I fell and hit my head. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, the way NB Park has dominated that event, uh, it's easy to just just think, oh, she that she owns that one, we'll move on. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lancaster is sort of in uh, Arnold Palmer's neck of the woods, isn't it? Not not that far away, as as you say, it's closer to the central part of the state, as I recall, not having a map in front of me, but. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, obviously a lot of great golf courses up there. We talked about Oakmont. Uh, you know, there have been majors held at Ligonier, uh, Laurel Valley. I think has has been a USGA site on more than one occasion. So, uh, some great terrain for golf uh, and Lancaster, uh, just among them. Well, this is going to be the uh, 70th year for the uh, Women's Open. It's the oldest championship open to women professionals and amateurs. And for the third week in a row, Fox Sports will be tuning up their game and their golf coverage. Uh, I would say it was a little bit of a shaky start um, at Chambers Bay. I think they bounced back a little bit this week. Um, I read some comments. I think their executive producer uh, saying something to the effect. Yeah, saying something to the effect that they'd covered – they been they were on as much as many hours, something like sixty hours in the amount of golf that they've covered the last two weeks as as an NFL season or something. I mean, it you know it is it's a big task uh, taking on these big high profile events. What's what's been your overall um, commentary or experience? <laughs> well, first of all. Uh, let, let, let me just uh, establish that, that the Women's Open is actually next week. There's an open week here, which I'm sure Fox is going to use to uh, kind of look back at tapes and, and see where they can tighten things up. Uh, but uh, I just think Fox has needed time. Like, like every new broadcaster that comes in and, and gets rights but hasn't broadcast a sport in a long time or maybe ever, uh, to, to have their team develop chemistry, um, I think the pieces have, have been pretty good. Uh, I would probably declutter the 18th Tower a little bit, uh, have some more people on the ground. But uh, I think Greg Norman has been good. I think Joe Buck, a lot of people had concerns about a baseball football guy being uh, the play-by-play. 
but he, he really loves and respects the game, and I think it's starting to come out. And so I think we'll, we will see a far better women's open broadcast than we saw from Chambers Bay, and I think we'll see a far better U.S. open broadcast from Oakmont next year as compared to Chambers Bay. Yes, and yeah. so I clarify, the U.S. Women's Open is July 9th through the 12th. The LPGA has this week off, and uh, they are uh, getting ready for the Open Championship next week. You're thoughts Sean I thought Greg Norman did a really good job as far as the player aspects and all the little things that uh, go on with uh, playing golf in the US Open and he was right on money a lot and it was a great asset yeah and I, I you know um, he was very authentic too I thought in, in a lot of the a lot of the moments um, you know in terms of some of the you know the actual play and um, you know what was going on in the moment I think sometimes you know we we think Greg can you know get get uh, a a little full of himself yes. you know as a as a player as a as a past champion and major champion uh but i i really was uh, i thought he he was probably the shining star of the whole thing and how about some of the technical effects uh you know that they added one of the things the i do like i i like the shading on the greens Please, i think yeah. particularly chambers bay that was you know hugely helpful uh, also, I, I like the new um, way they're going about interviewing the players post round, where they're actually showing, cutting to their, you know, their the video of their shots and going through their scorecard. What do you think about that, Jeff? I, I think it's it's a good idea. They just they've got to come up with a way. The you know because they have them standing in front of the board with the scorecard and the highlights, and what inevitably happens is that both Holly Saunders and whoever she's interviewing wind up with their backs turned to the board. And so somehow they've got to figure out the logistics of that to make it work so that uh, we, we don't see backs of heads so much. Yeah, I um, couldn't agree more. And, yes, uh, I think, you know, it, it is, it's tough. It's tough to jump in uh, with such big, high-profile events. But uh, I think it's, it is refreshing, and uh, no doubt Fox is, is putting – Tons of resource, resources behind it to bring something new and different to, to uh, the viewer. So let's get your thoughts on Greenbrier and who you think is going to be the winner on Sunday. Interesting stat for this week. It's only been in existence five years. All five winners have never played the event before. So if you want to go down the list and find a bunch of first-timers, that might be your <laughs> opportunity. Oh, <laughs> uh, we we can always get a deep-in-the-weed stat from Jeff Shane. <laughs> uh, another stat is that every winner has come from behind on Sunday. And in three of the five cases, they've started Sunday at least four shots off the pace. So don't think anybody is going to necessarily run away with it. Um, yeah, of, of the first-timers, uh, Paul Casey is playing it for the first time, and he say, came so close at the Travelers. Uh, a guy like Tony Finau uh, is uh, obviously a PGA Tour rookie and, and has really been playing well for the last month and a half or two months. And uh, in a field like this, he, you know, he might be one of those that can jump up and, and take, a, uh, take a win. There are only seven players in the top 30 in the world rankings uh, at the Greenbrier this week, so something to keep in mind there. Of the guys that have played before, Webb Simpson has done everything there except win. Uh, so I think he's got a good chance. Bubba Watson has 
never shot around even par or above par, uh, but you'd really have to go low there. And well, it's here's, tough to win back-to-back. Back. All right, I'm going to cut you off, Jeff, because I'm going to put my pick in, which is going to be uh, Louis Eustason. Keegan Sean, Bradley for me. Keegan Bradley. And we're saying to all our listeners, have an awesome 4th of July. Have a safe holiday weekend, and we love you. Bye-bye.